story is told of a couple who had been locked in their house for many months during Corona. Due to lockdowns and restrictions, they hadn't ventured out their front door. And after a year and a half of being in that kind of environment, things were tense, and the husband felt very much that they needed a break. So he tells his wife, now's the time, we need to go on vacation, take a holiday. And uh, she doesn't think he's really serious about it. Where are we going to go already? So he says, wherever you want. You decide the location, we'll go there for a week. She's not sure, she can't make up her mind. So eventually what the husband does is he takes a map of the world, tapes it to the door of the fridge, and he says, look, the whole world, choose wherever you want, we're going to where we'll go. Yeah, you're being serious, 100%. I promise you, wherever you choose, that's where we're going to go. So, it's hard to make up her mind. So then the husband takes a dart and he says, look, throw the dart. And wherever the dart lands, that's where we're going to go to. We'll spend a week there. Okay, so she takes the dart and throws it. And the two of them spent a week behind the fridge. And the reason for saying the story over is because it's a point I want to introduce of the time of year vacation time, people go on trips, the people go away. And I want to address the chinuch aspect of that. Why am I presenting that as a chinuch aspect? Because when people are in the place where they normally live, and they have their set routine, and they have their steady minion, and they have the lifestyle they're leading on a day-to-day basis, there's a certain standard people have. But when it comes to vacation, and people travel, so then it opens up a range of possibilities of what's the standard a person is going to keep on vacation. At home, they mach with to daven three times a day with the minion. Are they going to be as makhbit to find a minion when they're away from home? At home, they makhbit always to daven before the time. Does vacation mean an excuse to sleep late in Muslim creation? At home, they makhbit to daven, let's say, with a hat and a jacket, properly attired with filler. Is that going to carry also into when they happen to be in some other location or on a field trip? Because the nature of being on vacation is people sometimes tend to relax their standards of halacha also. I've only spoken about tefillah. They're sending a place to kashras. A person has a level of kashras which he would eat and wouldn't eat in a normal situation. But now he's in a foreign exotic location and now there's less available. And I know, as a row this week, I've gotten childless from Italy, from Spain, from Greece, from other places people have found themselves prefacing it with, of course at home I would never eat this, but is there a hatter here? And these are just some examples. What about the places a person visits, what a person is likely to see, how much is a person machmer and ishmer say name, person machmer and activities which are appropriate for the bentara he's trying to be. For some reason, going on vacation can cause a person to relax a lot of their standards. Why am I calling this a chinuch issue? 
Let's look at a Gemara. A famous Gemara. Especially for the people learning Dafyomi, it's a Gemara where everyone remembers. And the Gemara asks at the end of Yoma, What's an example of Chilul Hashem? And the Gemara there says two answers. The first answer is the answer of Rabbi Yechanan. And Rabbi Yechanan says, if I would go outside without Taras and Tfilin, I'd walk four hours without thinking and learning, that would be Chilul Hashem. And Rav says, if I would go to the store and I would buy something on credit and not pay immediately, that would be Chilul Hashem. And the well-known question that the Mephoshim asks in this Gemara is, why do we have to come into Chilul Hashem? If it's the wrong thing to do, then that's already a reason not to do it. If a person is not meant to walk four arms without Torah, without Tfilin and Tadis. So forget about the Chilul Hashem aspect. Why would Rabbi Yochanan do it? Even if he wasn't Rabbi Yochanan, the God of Lador. If it's the wrong thing to do, a person shouldn't do it. And the same thing goes for Rab. If it's not correct for some reason to buy and credit, so you don't have to come to Chilul Hashem. If it's the wrong thing to do, then don't do it. Regardless of the effect that other people are going to think when they see. And the answer is, and again, it's, it's a very straightforward answer. The answer is that for Rabbi Yechanan, not to wear Tarsus and Tfilin or not to have, think about Torah, there could be any amount of reasons why it wouldn't be a problem. He may not be feeling well, he may need the break, he may be on his way to do a different mitzvah. So could there be explanations, could there be reasons, could there be justifications for Rabbi Yechelen doing 100%? And therefore if it was a question for Rabbi Yechelen himself, there wouldn't be a question. If there would be a question for Rabbi Yechelen, because for him, there's a good reason why he's doing what he's doing, he's not doing anything wrong. Nothing is amiss. The same thing goes for Rav. Could there be reasons where it's allowed to buy in credit for sure? Halakhically it's not awesome. Could there be reasons why Rav would want to do that? And there would be nothing wrong with doing it from Rav's point of view? A hundred percent. There's no halakhic problem at all. But the issue is something else. The issue is the Chidul Lashem. Because even if Rav has his reasons, even if Rabbi Yochanan has a good explanation for what he's doing, is it not necessary that the passerby, pedestrian on the other side of the street, who sees Rabbi Yochanan with Aristotle and Tfilin, is aware of that reason? He doesn't know why. He just knows what he sees. He saw Rabbi Yochanan walk with Aristotle and Tfilin. And therefore, he's going to infer from that, I saw from Rabbi Yochanan, I saw it with my own eyes. A person doesn't have to always with Aristotle and Tfilin. And the other customer in the store who sees Rav buying without paying, he's not going to know Rav's reason. He's not going to understand why Rav didn't pay. He's just going to give evidence to what he saw. I saw Rav buying credit. So therefore it's not so important to pay right away. You can't argue with him, he saw it. And if that's the case, even if there's justification for what a person's doing, but if you are Rav or Rabbi Yechanan, and people who see you are going to learn from you, then the, the, the question, the aspect of Chil Hashem comes into the, into the equation. And that is, what are people who see you going to understand? They're not going to understand the reason. They're just going to see what happens. And is it something which could make, lead them to make a mistake? And therefore says Rav, and says Rabbi Yechanan, the reach of Chil Hashem is such 
one has to make sure that no one's going to misinterpret, misunderstand his actions, and as a result, we come to make a mistake. Now, we none of us here are a rab or a Yechanan, that every action we do is going to be scrutinized by Klai Yisrael. And therefore, we have to know, think, are people going to learn from us and come to the wrong conclusion? But, each one of us here is a father. And if that's the case, we may not have the audience of unknown passerby, but we have the audience of our own children. And once again, the same principle holds true. There may be justification for what you do. You may have a good reason for why you decided that there's a reason, a grounds to be more maker. Whatever circumstance it is, that may be good for you. But as a father, you must remember, your children are watching what you do. They don't know the reasons. They'll just remember that this is what we saw our father do. And therefore, if you're the kind of person who's always machmer to daven with the minion, it comes vacation and you find yourself a place where there isn't a minion and you end up davening it by yourself at home. Your children who see you davening by yourself will see, obviously, davening with minion isn't a must. If you're the kind of person who's normally machmer on a certain standard of kashras, on a certain mode of dress, on a certain level of tznias, whatever it's going to be, then you have to be consistent about it. Because if your children see you not keeping up to that standard, then they have evidence of their own eyes that obviously it's not so important. There are times you don't stick to that principle. There are times you don't keep to that standard. And the same goes for watching movies. The same goes for the kind of recreational entertainment places a person wants to visit. The same goes for which cashers the person is prepared to eat. You're being watched. And therefore, the justifications that a person might have for themselves, whatever they may be, don't really work because they aren't understood by your audience. That's the responsibility as a mechanic. And if you're if talking about your children, it's the responsibility to your children. If you're trying to impart a certain level, a certain value, so then it has to be something which is consistent. Just like Rabbi Yochanan is not walking ever without Talis and Tfilin. Just like Rabbi never bought on credit. That's why we call this the Chinuch of vacation. Does that mean that a person can't go anywhere? Does that mean the only option is to spend the week behind the kitchen fridge? Not necessarily. Especially here I'm talking to the audience in Eretz Israel. Especially here in Eretz Israel. There are definitely possibilities of a person having any kind of vacation without having to compromise anything in his level of Kedusha or his midst of observance. The only point is a person has to keep it in mind as a factor when they're planning what they want to do. You're looking for somewhere to go away to? That's fine. But is it one of the factors in the place you're looking to rent or the hotel you want to visit? Are they nearby Minyanim? Just like you'll be looking into what kind of rooms there are and what kind of service there is and what kind of amenities there are and which place it's in. Let's add a few more points to the list. You're looking for a place where there's a nearby minion. You're looking for a place where there's a good standard of kashras. You're looking for a place which isn't open to a mixed swimming pool, to a mixed beach. 
You're looking for a place which has the kind of clientele visiting it or people you don't mind associating with. If it's something important, it's possible to find. The options are there. But it's something a person has to plan mirrors. I'm choosing to go away. I'm, then I'm looking for something which I'm not going to have to compromise my level of Yiddishkeit in any means by going there. I said previously, when people call me up from the Greek islands and they want to know about cashews, there isn't any cashews in the Greek islands, what can they eat? And now it's a shasat chak, because what are we meant to do? We're stuck here. Obviously, I wouldn't say this, but what did you think was going to happen? You weren't led in exile to the Greek islands. Who chose to visit them? So did you think about cashews before you went? Did you plan what you were going to eat there? I didn't even ask the question of which kind of people are you associating with in the Greek islands? Or are you getting a minion for Shabbos with Chris Atari there? doesn't have to insult the question. But if these things are important, then these things are things which a person has to take into the planning when he wants to go on a trip. Let's look at the positive side now. If a person does do that, then it has a much, much more powerful, so to speak, chinuch message. Because then you show that some things don't change. Just like when a person allows his standards to fall and his level to drop, that's a negative message because then you're showing that your standards aren't absolute. So send the other way around. If a person shows it even away from home, even in a different location, he keeps to his principles. He doesn't change. And that's a very powerful message as well. That wherever I am in the world, this is Shabbos to Shabbos. Wherever we happen to be, Tefillah is Tefillah. Let's ask another question, Rabbi Sir. What about being Kaveh eating potato every day? It's true that maybe Ben Azmanim provides a framework that a person isn't Meshubah to morning Seder, afternoon Seder, night Seder. But if one of them, and maybe we do need the break, and maybe for ourselves we can justify going a day or two days or three days without learning. Maybe. But if you want to show us a value that there's never a day without Torah, so the time to teach that isn't when we're going to Kolel and our child's going to Cheder, where it's part of the normal routine. If you want to bring that lesson home, then show even on the day when you're expecting to go on the trip, or the family's waiting to go to whatever activity or entertainment venue that it's going to be, but we can't have a day without Torah. I have to learn something first. That's the message which we lost. And therefore, yes. The vacation season, the holiday time, comes with its own, so to speak, chinuch challenge. But it's not just a challenge in the sense that we have to make sure not to let down our standards and let down our children's expectations. It comes with a tremendous, so to speak, opportunity. Opportunity to show which le- what's important. To show that our standards don't change. Because that lesson, 
shown in a different locality, in different circumstances, that wherever we are, but the lesson remains true, the principles remain the same, the halacha is unbending, then yes, it gives the vacation time affords us a tremendous opportunity, so to speak, to show by our own commitment that something which is important is always important. And like we said before, just like children remember what they see, that's the strongest impressions they have of Kinnah, this is also something which is going to make its mark indelibly on their minds. We may have been in the airport, we may have been in someone else's house, we may have been in a holiday apartment, wherever it was, but I remember that the way we dressed was always the same. Tefillah was always Tefillah. Kashrus was always Kashrus. Torah was always Torah. When this finished the one last point, the value of this lesson of Hilah. Because Hilah, which is centered on a certain place, may work for when the, the child's in that place too. You know, in home environments, or in a certain part of the world, or in a Haredi community, or whatever it's going to be. So if that's where the child received their chinuch, then even if they're going to follow the lessons that they picked up, they were, were given to them, in that society, in that place, they will act the same way. But in a different society, in a different place, away from home, so then they make it thrown because this wasn't the chinuch they saw. They saw what it means, let's say, for example, to go to the neighborhood kosher store and buy because it was available to the cra- around the corner, across the street, and everything they had a good action. So of course we keep kosher. They never saw what it meant to go to a different place where there isn't that everything available in kosher and have to check item by item. What can we buy, what can't we buy? And if there isn't a good kosher alternative, then we'll go with that. That's a chinuch they're going to see by the standards their parents show them when they're not by at home, when they aren't in a place which has that everything available in a kosher alternative. They'll see that, yes, it's, easy to, that, that it's important to with the minion because there's a minion factory around the corner. And if whatever time we go, we can just wait three, four minutes and join the next available minion. But when we're in a place which doesn't have such a profusion of minyanim, then maybe it's not so important. And it's Dafka here, when there's the only one minion which is a half hour drive away. But the father's machmir, to get in the car and drive there for every shachris and every mincham harif. So then you teach him the importance of a minion, even when it's not so readily available. And then when one day the child might find himself in the similar circumstances, You've given him the training for chinuch in those areas as well. You've given him the training for chinuch even in a less than ideal environment, let's say. Even in a case where things are different to the regular routine. Because one of the important principles of Torah being timeless and Torah being not bounded by space or circumstances is to teach that even when we find ourselves in different places, in different circumstances, the terror remains the same. And then yes, vacation is a chance to relax, but never to relax our standards and never to relax our mindset on Chinuch. We're being watched, we're being studied, we're being learned from. And therefore it's incumbent on us as parents 
to always make sure we're the good role model.